Hi, sluts. Welcome back to another episode of your favorite podcast. I'm Aubrey, an Aquarius sun, Scorpio moon, Taurus rising. I'm Danny, a Sag sun, Leo moon, Libra rising. I almost just gave your big three. (laughs) (laughs) I got so stressed out for a second there. Danny and I have been best friends our entire lives. We have one brain. We're just morphing into one person slowly day by day. But we are your Astro Sluts. Thank you. Thanks for calling Astro Sluts. Leave your birth time. If you want to know how to get that guy, text their mom. We're going to need that time. We'll be your latest crush. Call us Astro Sluts. Did you give your big three? Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, my mom said something so cute. We were like talking about my, or I was talking about the podcast with my parents uh-huh. on the phone, and they said something like, "My mom was like, oh, you and Danny just like just have such great energy together. Like, you know, you just like really play off each other." I was like, you know, like whatever. Like, yeah, we've been we've been friends for so long. Like, yeah. And she was like. But, you know, you, the two of you were like that when you were three years old. Aww. Like, you were, it just was always, like, you had known each other, like, forever. That is so cute. Oh, my God, I love that. <laughs> it's movie night. Today, we're going to be talking about how you can use your Chiron placement to progress your plot. Some of our favorite slumber party movies. Bullshit rom-coms taught us. And we'll close it out with a mystery date. What kind of updates do you have for us this week? Um, I feel like I have a lot to say yeah me too <laughs> <laughs> um one of the things that thank you for putting this in here because I wouldn't have remembered yes. but we talked about oh, yes. this week was um I just like consistently have hooked up slash dated people born in 1989 like it's so weird and I think la- last week we it was and we talked about it, about it and we were like why yeah but then I realized I asked this other guy who I've been hooking up with for a while um I asked for his birth chart because I was just like okay I need to know because you deserve that yeah I'm like we're not even really talking anymore so like whatever give me your birth chart and he was also born in 1989 and honestly I didn't think he was so then it made me even more like oh my yeah. god like what the fuck is going on um so I did some research yeah, like, so of course. Took over. <laughs> then we handed it to me yeah um so Basically, everyone in 1989 has a Capricorn stellium. Mm-hmm. There was, like, a lot of, like, of the outer planets in Capricorn at that time. And it is very much, like, the Kanye energy yeah. that Danny talked about. Like, yeah, totally. And I think even, like, a lot of people that I have hooked up with not only have that Capricorn stellium just from being born in 1989, but, like, one of my exes was a Capricorn sun and moon. Actually, this other guy I was hooking up with was a Capricorn moon. So there is just like even other. More yeah, so, there's like yeah. even more planets like added to that, which is interesting. And for me, Capricorn is in my fourth house. So that's like your home foundation, your parents, your family life. Like my mom's a Capricorn. And then that fourth house energy. It's just like a very safe, like mm-hmm. welcoming. It feels very natural to me. So, yeah, that was kind of wild. Very interesting. Yeah. Something else I've been thinking about a lot lately, obviously, like, I just think about, like, dating and relationships, like, all the time now. (laughs) It's, like, just, like, forever, like, exploring it, I feel like, in my free time. Um, But I've been thinking a lot about, like, being, like, palatable and, like, more likable and, like, 
I mean, not that I'm trying to do that, but I think it's like an interesting thing that sometimes my brain goes to being like, oh, you could just like, you could just do this. Or like, if you just stop doing this, like, I think it's so natural to be like, oh, like, why can't I just like shut my mouth sometimes? (laughs) And then like, I would maybe be and like have a couple more guys to talk to. And it's like, I mean, I could, but then it's like, I always just have this like, come back to like well then you would not be your truest self and like I don't mean in terms of like causing chaos it's more just like sometimes I feel like I need to like speak my truth or like just be my authentic self and I'm like I know that's not always the most like acceptable yeah fuck that though I know like I think it's just like an interesting that even like I'm so comfortable in myself but I still like I'm like oh if you just like get over it or just do this Mm -hmm. or just do this and I'm like I just don't like I just don't want to yeah and like yeah maybe it would be like easier but I don't know I've been thinking about that a lot this sounding like misogyny I mean it is yeah yeah I mean that's the whole point but it's just like I think like a lot of people feel like I just think that's not like a me thing is why I'm sharing it like I think it's just like so easy to be like oh if I just like if I just got over the fact that he does this or if I just got over the fact that like sometimes they blow me off or screw me over and it's like well does that like align with what you as a person like want and your morals and like everything like that like I think it's just like so much more important to like keep that in the center Mm -hmm. being like does that like align with what I really am like truly feeling or am I just like doing that to be more like palatable Palatable. easygoing go with the flow whatever Mm -hmm. I've just been thinking about that a lot this week yeah absolutely even like I don't know I've been like trying to like talk to new guys so that's like I feel like I'm like it's people I don't know that well and I'm like do I like really say what I want to say or do I just be like yeah oh it's chill like you know what I mean totally it's like easier when you know people well but I don't know when you're still like like I've been trying to be like okay why don't you just like say what you fucking think because what's the point of like getting into something with someone who doesn't even want like your true self anyways I don't know but it's like obviously not it's like a weird thing to do when you're just starting out like in a not in a relationship necessarily but like a a foundation with someone okay I feel like this connects to one of my things Uh exclusive tiktok only content um we made our fortune tellers last week and my fortune did come true yeah so if you haven't downloaded our free fortune teller yet do that because it works um (laughs) i'm like that's i'm like i'm feeling coy that's all i say (laughs) i'll say but um no i was like really self-conscious not like really self-conscious i was like just kind of overthinking like just things about myself yeah in the past like week and then this person listens to the podcast so I was like oh like they like know yeah totally what I'm like Mm -hmm. I don't have to like be like I don't have to like yeah be myself because I was like oh like yeah this didn't fucking they've heard it right yeah (laughs) yeah exactly but I like was thinking about the same shit yeah totally totally. I feel like on that same vibe I was like gonna go on a date later this week Mm -hmm. and I was like I wouldn't say excited about like the person (laughs) (laughs) this is terrible see this is why (laughs) this is why this shit never works out for me 
like the, fi- the guy was probably fine. He was like seemed really nice. He seemed really nice. Yeah, I liked him from I the two too. screenshots I got. Um, I did too. But like, I just like ugh, like whatever. But like, it was really nice. He like planned like a fun date for us. Yeah, like. That I just like no one. I have not been on a date no. in like a year. I know. Like, I, no one has, I was like, oh, you're going on a date date. Yeah. Like, like no one has like offered to buy me dinner in a year. Okay, maybe they haven't. I haven't said yes. But like, <laughs> oh my god, everything I say, I'm like, let's backtrack. That was my fault. Like, oh my god, so bad. <laughs> but like, no one. I've not gone on a date in like since like last summer. And so I was like like looking forward to it I was like oh my god this is fun I'm gonna start like dating like Mm -hmm. I should just like date people I had this whole thing I'm like I'm only like doing things with guys that like I get shit out of like I need to get like a nice dinner a fun night a bag a vacation like whatever so I'm like have this whole like new plot line for myself and then like (laughs) and then he's like I've started seeing someone kind of seriously so like I'm gonna cancel Friday and now I'm like well fuck it all like I'm over the whole dating thing yeah I'm just like oh See, that's what I didn't even care about you that much anyways. But now I'm like, now I don't care about the whole thing anymore. Ugh. I just think that's really nice of him to say that, though. Like, yeah. that is so mature. Just example for everyone how easy it is to just say that. Though. Yeah, I know. No, it was like, it's like a fine thing to say. Like, I don't take it, like, in any kind of negative way. But I'm more just like, ugh. Like, see, that's why I don't do this. Like, what is the point? You know? No. <laughs> like, like, why am I, why would I date someone if I don't want to be in a relationship? Because then, like, people do want that. And then I'm like, oh, see, why am I doing this? Well, not everyone does. Just. Yeah. Apparently he did. Yeah. I don't know. That guy from was like, I'm in a non-monogamous, like, long-term relationship, which, like, that's fine. But also, I'm like, everyone's just, like, wants relationships. It's just, like, weird. I don't know. But, yeah, I think I'm over the dating thing. All right. Yeah, so we tried it. (laughs) And? End scene. Well, I'm just having a great time recently. I feel like I'm living my life. Um. Everything I do these days is so funny. Like, I'm just acting so funny, I think. Like, I was cooking dinner the other night, hit myself on the head with a pan. <laughs> like, me at home by myself has just been me cackling at That's good. everything I do, which is so fun. Like, yeah. out loud, I'm laughing at myself all day long, um, which is fun. I do feel like all this energy in Pisces right now I have no brain yeah zero brain cells are functioning for me right now there's Neptune conjunct the sun just happened in Uh Pisces and like I just can't and there's like a ton of other planets there too I cannot believe I mean I can't believe that Pisces feel like this all the fucking time I mean I'm asleep right now (laughs) like I'm not I'm like barely present (laughs) i feel like my undiagnosed neurodivergence it's like the symptoms are through the roof it's like i wake up 
And I'm like, okay, I need to do this one thing. I'm like, okay, I need to like do my dishes today. Yeah. And then suddenly the sun is down. <laughs> and then I'm like, oh, I haven't eaten yet today. Yeah. Like that's how my days have been going recently. Oh my God. I'm like, this full moon in Virgo needs to really whip me into shape, please. I know. Thank God. Full moon in Virgo and then Aries season all this weekend. Yeah. Like, get me back. Yeah. Get me Let's some energy. Get back. <laughs> Yeah. Moving. From the DMs. Love y'all's podcast. I'm a Taurus sun, Sagittarius moon, and Libra rising. But my sun, Mercury, is in Gemini, Mars, Gemini, Venus, and Taurus, Jupiter, and Taurus, Saturn, and Taurus are all in the eighth house. How would you say this affects me, and what are some ways to best work with that energy? So very fun chart your rising sign is the same as Danny's so all of your house placements line up because Libra is the sixth sign of the zodiac like from the like stock placement Mm -hmm. it's all it's your like houses are flipped 180 degrees so basically all of the houses have the opposite rulers in them so like for example like we talk or like you mentioned Taurus is in your eighth house which is the opposite Taurus is the opposite of Scorpio so Scorpio rules the eighth house but you have Taurus in it so like we'll get more into it too Mm -hmm. but like there's just like lots of like duality lots of opposition in your chart like as is yeah if you want to think about it in terms of like what we talked about last week like we talked about the nodes and how they're like opposite each other so it's Mm the same thing so we have like we personally have like our virgo north node pisces south node so you almost have that same energy like i talked a little bit about this with like my sixth house 12th house opposite signs in the chart so if you want to look at it that way that might be a helpful thing just remembering your placements are like ruled by the opposite um planet so I would say like your eighth house like placements probably make you like tend to be like kind of serious about relationships Mm -hmm. like Taurus Venus is going to make you like very attracted to romance but like also we know you have like the Gemini in there like things need to like stay exciting and like or the Gemini Mars right so Mm -hmm. like I think like there's also there's an aspect of attraction for you that is like you need intellectual stimulation and you need it to stay like exciting and fresh but at the same time like Taurus is like very sensual and like more like physical attraction Mm -hmm. but then at the same time you have a Sagittarius moon that's opposite that Mars and Gemini so like are your feelings involved like I feel like you very much want to stay your own person and need to stay your own person even though you have these like impulses to be in this like Mm -hmm. deep romance yeah totally so for like the eighth house energy I think that you're asking a little bit about you're gonna have like even though you don't necessarily have Scorpio placements those kinds of like traits and bigger themes of Scorpio like intensity maybe a little possessive or like intimacy possession intensity mystery are all going to be like a little more prevalent I would say especially like in your relationships 
Um, also within just like your core self, like your ego, you have your sun there in the eighth house, but you do have that like opposing Taurus energy there. So I wouldn't say you're going to be like, like if you had those placements in Scorpio and you had like a Scorpio stellium, like that would be so prevalent and that would be a little different, but that opposition of Taurus, um, and a little bit more of that, like grounded energy, I think it would be like a nice balance. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, to talk about myself I do think that's why I have like all of my placements even though they are like I mean I have like very strong placements but since they're always in like the opposing side like the opposing house Mm -hmm. I feel like it just like centers it brings like I mean that's very Libra energy you have that Libra rising like you do have like the balance throughout your chart so like you do have those kind of like more intense themes just because a lot of stuff exists in the eighth house but you do have like the opposition to like pull you back down to earth with like literally the Taurus earth sign placements. Yeah, yeah. In terms of like compatibility, I think you could get along with a Scorpio really well just because you do understand those themes with all that eighth house energy. Mm-hmm. I feel like I feel like an earth sign could be fun for you. Like an earth I'm like so me. I was about to say an earth sign or I mean an air sign with like some yeah earth in them. Like totally. Because I feel you like... You have the Gemini placements, but you also have, like, heavy Earth energy. Yeah. there's We have Libra, we have Sag, we have Gemini. Like, I th- I'm mm-hmm. an Aquarius. Sounds like... That yeah, sounds totally. fun. Um, but I do think, like, some Earth placements in there would be important for you to, like... Yeah, make you feel like you're on the same page. Yeah. For Astro Education uh, Slut School this week, we are talking about Chiron. So Chiron is our wounded healer, is what it's referred to oftentimes in astrology. It is a, also depends on how you look at it. Some people say it's like a dwarf planet. Some people say it's like an asteroid. Is that what it pushes up my glasses I'm like well it was discovered in 1977 yeah. so it is another like newer topic mm-hmm. in astrology like the nodes um it was first classified as an asteroid but mm-hmm. today it is both a minor planet and a comet yeah and it's kind of like it just yeah it is interesting that it works in like multiple ways yeah um, it orbits between Saturn and Uranus so it kind of like has themes of both like restriction and then versus expansion, we'll get into a little bit about what that means. But if you want to keep that in mind, that's where it is like in the universe. A little mythology. Yeah. Just very brief because I am in no way like a mythology expert or even. Yeah. I know I have one <laughs> sentence about what thing. it is. But. Um, but Chiron is like a demigod, mm-hmm. half horse and half man. Um, so he's it, being a demigod is like he's like immortal. Um, but he was wounded in a battle and like the, the wound was like poisoned. Mm -hmm. So that meant like the wound could not heal, but he had to live with like this infected wound, like forever. Mm -hmm. Um, and, but like became like a healer himself, like could heal other people's wounds, but couldn't heal his own wound. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't really know the rest of the myth, yeah. but I would say in astrology, he's just referred to as like the healer who couldn't heal himself. Yeah, totally. Um, which is just like interesting. Like he's like this half horse, half man, like uh-huh. is kind of like, is he's it a, a planet? Is it right? <laughs> is it like, it, is it a planet? Is mm-hmm. it a comet? Is it an asteroid? Right. Like it is very, there's like a lot of um, 
it's up for interpretation. Yeah. It has an elliptical orbit, which mm-hmm. is interesting. Um, so it takes different amounts of time to go through each of the signs, but the full cycle takes about 50 years. Yeah, I didn't realize that. Honestly, I like I didn't realize how broad the range was. Oh, it's yeah, like it's literally huge. goes from like one and a half years to eight years in a sign. Yeah. I was in my head it was like six to eight. Because yeah, I, I knew know. it wasn't and then it was like, oh wait, that's like so <laughs> different. Um so I thought that was really interesting. So Chiron represents like your core wounds. Um, but also like how you can heal others. So it's kind of like, I know we say like, take your broken heart, turn it into art. I feel like it has very much (laughs) that energy, like recognizing what you have going on within yourself. And then like, how can you like use that to help others, help yourself, like create art, whatever you want to put into the world. I also think that's like what makes Chiron like a little more personal, at least in my opinion, because it very much like. I think it really relates to like things that have happened in your personal life mm-hmm. and then like that's what you see as like your core wound like we just like don't have the same exact life experience like basically but not really so like my core wound is not your core wound yeah, even absolutely. though like our chirons are in the same placement so mm-hmm. I think that's like what also makes this like we were just saying like it has a lot of like there's a lot of things like up for personal interpretation and I think that's what makes this like another level of that is like what you see as like your biggest like weakness or insecurity or biggest like source of trauma is just like not going to be what anyone else does necessarily yeah do you want to talk about how Chiron shows up in your birth chart sure um so in Scorpio Scorpio is one of the placements that Chiron like lingers a little longer so we both have that placement um my Chiron is in the second house so that's where Scorpio lives in my chart um For me, I would say, like, this is very much, like, a relationship sexual trauma placement Um, in the book Cosmic Health. It's, like, one of my favorite books ever. Um, 10 out of 10 recommend. But she talks a lot about being your Chiron, being, like, learning how to integrate. For Scorpio, I should say. Your Scorpio and Chiron and Scorpio is about learning how to integrate sexuality as a divine part of yourself. Cute. I know and I just love that I think that's really cool and she it's kind of like mentioned things about um like you might have had like kind of like mistrust or like traumatic incidents that have to do with like intimacy whether that's like sexual or just like letting people in like relationship yeah, wise yeah. like early in life and then that's kind of like what you're supposed to do with it is like create like a safe space like an intimate space for people to come into um Mine is in the second house, so we talked about this, like, I feel like a little bit with the um, current sky with the south node in Scorpio. I feel mm-hmm. like it has, like, a similar energy for me just because those are, like, two things that live like the there past, right now. Yeah. But, like, so I talked about with the south node in Scorpio, like, themes of, like, abundance for scarcity just mm-hmm. since, like, that's kind of where your, like, assets and finances live. Um, but I think in terms of, like, more, like, relationship vibes or like intimacy things it like for me it's like a lot about like bare minimum in terms of like your relationships and what you accept versus being like oh I could have more like literally I was just saying in the beginning like I'm like I don't even want to fucking go on a date but like yeah someone could also pay for my dinner (laughs) like for me I'm just like very much like just like get to the point like what do you want from me but then there's also like well why don't you allow that in Mm -hmm. like you could allow someone to like buy you a pair of shoes before you have sex with them or you could just have sex with them and like not that that's not fine but I think there is like that energy of me just being like 
almost like so bare like to the point when it's like you could like invite a little more like abundance and like a little more effort like energy into that aspect of your life you could use this a little more for financial gain that's not even what I mean I mean like for energy like just like someone could like flirt with me or like be nice to me or like put in effort like take me out to dinner like just I'm more joking about the shoes but like you could just like like I just like think someone's hot they think I'm hot and I'm like done easy go yeah. like you could have more like there right, could be like to know a each other and convos and fun like yeah, there just is like more fun. to it um but I also thought it was interesting like one of my goals for the year was really trying to like look at like sexual trauma relationship trauma and like heal that and that's like this like Scorpios in um the south node is in Scorpio right now so I feel like that's like perfect time to like use that kind of other Scorpio energy that's happening into like along with my Chiron to like heal that, yeah, and then like see how we can move forward with it. Obsessed. Thought the timing aligned nicely. Growth. Um, and I also just like the idea of like your strength of like being and establishing like intimacy and safe spaces that people can be vulnerable in because like I like to think that's what we do here. And I like to think that's what I do for, like, my friends, too. Mm -hmm. So, as we said, my Chiron is also in Scorpio. Um, We're obviously obsessed with dating. Like, that's why we have a podcast. Like, we just, like, love to, like, think about it and, like, overanalyze, like, everything. Mm Because, fun. Um, And definitely, like, I just have such a hard time, like, letting people in. And if, like... I let someone in and they like don't know that that is like such an honor. Not okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, mine is in the seventh house then. So just, which is a partnerships famously. Just really a very difficult time with commitment, even though like my moon is in the seventh house as well. Like it's like so emotional, but like I just like can't do it kind mm-hmm. of vibe. Um, I think it is ultimately I if I like try if I like whatever have feelings for someone and try to be in a partnership, I like realize like I think that I can't be in a partnership until I like heal my own wounds like I feel like I need to have done all of the work on myself in order to like be ready Mm -hmm. to be there for someone else um gift wise I feel like both in my music and this podcast like my two like favorite things Mm -hmm. um I like use these wounds from my partnerships that are like really do feel like the <laughs> most distressing yeah. thing of my life <laughs> um into like healing myself and healing other people like through my art mm-hmm. adorable yeah that's funny I never really thought about it that way but like literally the only things that have like ever gone wrong or been like very like detrimental to my life are like in terms of relationships yeah yeah, yeah. Like intimacy. Yeah. Mm. And that's just like everything that I like share with the world. 
I like want to like share like this happened to me like do we connect because this also happened to you or like Mm -hmm. if I tell you about this like maybe that won't happen to you kind of thing so Chiron currently in the sky is in Aries it moved into Aries in 2018 and will be there until 2027 so we're here we're here here for a long time (laughs) and maybe a good time um I feel like this is like manifesting and like just the masses are like finally like getting really angry about like Mm -hmm. injustices and like all these like things that like at least in our in america like things that are like so like the core wound of america yeah (laughs) um like people are finally like ready to fight about it yeah i also think it feels like a lot of like very masculine very egocentric energy and like not really in a positive way not like self-confidence more in like you know just like the toxic male ego yeah and those egos how those egos have like like wounded everyone community literally everyone including themselves yeah totally so for me Aries is in my seventh house so that's where that puts Chiron currently Um, And again, that'll be just like really taking inventory of relationship wounds. So very similar to what I talked about with like that kind of like South Node energy in Scorpio, like kind of called me to do some of that healing. I feel like this is like opposite that, but like still like same energy. It's obviously not in the second house, but like that seventh house is still very relationship heavy. Um, So just like taking inventory of like past, present future kind of what I want for myself in relationships for me it's currently in the 12th house and I now that I'm thinking about it like I feel like 2018 is when probably my mental health like aggressively declined Mm -hmm. and um yeah I just think until 2027 we will be you know doing the work Mm -hmm. which is great i'm like glad i'm getting this out of the way now yeah literally (laughs) um for compatibility when it comes to chiron if you wanted to do like some advanced astrologying you could like look at a synastry chart which we haven't really talked about yet on the podcast but basically a synastry chart is when you take your birth chart and put someone else's birth chart directly on top of it and see like how things kind of line up or not um so if you did that like I'm sure I don't feel qualified to discuss this at any further lengths but like you could probably tell if a relationship was going to be wounding to you or healing to you um based on like your Chiron aspects with each other but in general I feel like so much of relationships are like figuring out each other's wounds and like do your wounds like trigger their wounds or whatever and like there's so much being in a relationship is just like choosing whether or not you're willing to work through yeah these things with the other person or not yeah more like I mean you could definitely look at just like where your Chiron is if they have any placements there things like that but the main thing that's going to, like, really probably help you is just being, like, understanding of that person's wounds and, like, where they come from, but then also, like, leaning into their gifts. Like, okay, yes, this is, like, their main trauma, but, like, what can they also, like, how can you, like, learn from them and then, like, how to do the opposite. 
as you may have noticed, it's a slumber party season, so we thought we would do a movie night episode. I didn't even think about this, but I'm glad we're doing it this episode because, like, Chiron was kind of dark, huh? Yeah, so we are lightening things totally. up. So basically, we're just going to talk about some of our favorite, like, slumber party movies mm-hmm. and what, like, we think the characters placements are we'll start with the cheetah girls obviously obviously um i would like to say i did watch i did watch this in the past week wild wild um galleria something else um first of all i just would like to say i forgot her dad is italian Oh my god, I know. Like, so random. I know. Why is he Italian? I honestly like did not watch this movie, but I was on like the Disney Wiki, like me last minute trying to fucking spark notes every childhood <laughs> movie we've watched. And it's like of Italian and African American yeah. descent on like the Disney Wiki page. I was like, wait, I forgot that was the thing. Like it was so funny. I'm like, oh my god, like thank you for like noting that, right. but like wait, what? Um, but she is just like totally delusional. Yeah. With so much confidence. Yeah. Hysterical. Um, so I think it's gotta be a Leo Sun. Okay. A Libra Moon. Uh-huh. A Pisces rising. See, I think she's a Virgo. Really? She's such a bossy bitch. Yeah. I feel like to her, it's like she just has to be the star, though, is yeah. where I see. Like, see, that's she has where to I get like the Virgo from. For me, yeah, that's like. It has to be perfect. Yeah. Okay, no, no, I believe Like, you. I'm like, no, she thinks she's Beyonce. Yeah, true. She's a Virgo. True. I mean, Leo, yes. So yes. true, too. But, yeah, I was kind of thinking it was more like Virgo. Because she also, they're like in high school and she's like yelling at them. That's you know true. what I mean? I'm like, Ma'am. okay, okay, okay. Maybe <laughs> like, let's like maybe tone it down. Maybe Virgo Sun, Leo Moon, yeah, Pisces Rising. Yeah, like Leo is there, but I feel like there's like the Moon. Leos are not that like intense on like the rule side, the yeah. rehearsal schedule. <laughs> <laughs> That's like a little more. There's an Earth placement for me. Okay, somewhere. no, I agree. Mm-hmm. Thank you for bringing that up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Chanel, also a fucking icon. Yeah, oh my god, I love um, Chanel. Just I f- the scene where they spontaneously do a full dance number in the street. If you oh recall. yeah, very funny. Um, but I think Chanel is Libra Sun. Uh huh. Cancer Moon. Mm-hmm. Gemini Rising. Okay. I have. Chanel as a Leo son solely based on like when she spends all the money on her mom's credit card. Okay, true. I think for me that was that was maybe Cancer Moon. Okay. Is mom mom totally is hurtful. But no, I see that. Mm-hmm. The hair is giving mom yeah. as well. Yeah, she has like major Leo energy in my book. And okay, and then also because she is like the like other lead singer yeah but like 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 galleria is the lead but like chanel's the lead but you're like well but galleria is the lead chanel like could be the lead like she's has like the natural the natural like powerus yeah like, she's like supposed to be but like galleria is just never gonna let that happen because it's yeah. galleria she's a virgo right okay i believe you um dorinda I'm laughing because I have her name as Darina on my <laughs> notes, and I was like, that's not it. <laughs> Darina. Darinda. 
Um, just solely based off the fact that um, she hides her family yeah. from her friends. It has to be a Scorpio. Yeah, sun. totally. That makes a lot of sense. Um, I have Virgo Moon Aquarius rising. Uh-huh. I yeah, I'm not mad at that. I definitely have like the Earth energy because she's just like the only one that has a job. <laughs> she's yeah, like actually no, she's like, like providing for herself and like very structured. She like is a dancer. She like works. Like she kind of like has a lot more like. Sh- She's got a lot more at stake than she the has, other girlies. Right. She has, like, dreams, but she's like, okay, how this am I going to do, gonna this? do yeah. that? Exactly. The other two are just, like, shopping, and they get their hair done. They're like, we're pop stars. Like, no, it's the high school talent show. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I totally see the Scorpio. Yeah. The hiding the family is, like, a big it's a big aspect she has. Um, and, of course, Aqua. Aqua. Who I shock I actually did not have them as an Aquarius. I know I wanted to, but I'm like, it, it doesn't, doesn't really seem fit, right. but like it would be more fun if she was an Aquarius. Yeah. Um I she is just a little princess. Mm-hmm. Bougie, 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 bougie girl. Um, but also an airhead. Yeah. But also has some fire. Like when she yeah. gets mad with Dorinda, yeah. like very She's intimidating. Snooty. So we have like a lot going mm-hmm. on um i have pisces sun mm-hmm. aries moon taurus rising that's funny i was yeah i don't have placements for all these people because that's just too overwhelming for me but i was gonna say like aries taurus yeah but i like the pisces the Pi- she is tripping everywhere yeah, no, like, i forgot about that part of her no, character head in the clouds mm-hmm. that's funny sure. yeah <laughs> next we have the princess diaries one of our classic sleepover movies. So I have a very distinct memory of Danny and I watching The Princess Diaries. But as is it children. the second one? Because my memory is of the second one. No, we did watch the second one, but I remember we like got the wrong one. I remember. I remember we got oh. we wanted to have M and M's on pizza. So like your mom, of course, had like the cutest spread. We like of, decorated like, our pizza, yeah. including M and M's. Um, but then we got the second movie, so it was cute that we did oh, that, but it okay. was, but it was not like the movie where the M&Ms on yeah, the pizza happened. Yeah, because it's like he brings her the pizza in the yeah. first movie. Yeah, sorry. Okay. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, because I'm like, no, they're like sliding down the slide, it's at the palace, yeah. Yeah, but just, I just remember that like so That's clearly. So funny, yeah. yeah. So for Miss Mia Thermopolis. <laughs> <laughs> like the only movie i could give you like full <laughs> full names of everyone um for miss mia i would say a pisces yes she really like comes into her own but if we recall at the beginning she like throws up when she has to give a speech she like gets <laughs> sat on by a person she's just like totally like doesn't exist in like the world of her school she's like on her own I, right little experience are, do are pisces like really klutzy I feel like I'm because I've said Aqua was a Pisces. I feel like Mia's a Uh Pisces. I'm thinking of one Pisces friend I have in particular. (laughs) I don't know. Just doesn't know where their limbs are kind of vibe. That's funny. I don't know that many girly girl Pisces, I guess. But I think they kind of are like airheady, ditzy. So like that does line up with also being like like your body not being really on track. Yeah. Um, the queen, 
mean, she's probably a Taurus. She's a queen. A queen is never late. A queen is never late. Everyone else is simply early. She's a Taurus. And then Lily, this is my favorite one because Lily's obviously an Aquarius because who else would be <laughs> mad when their best friend was a princess than a fucking Aquarius? Yeah. Yeah. Like, absolutely. <laughs> That's all. Um, next we have iconic um, confessions of a teenage drama queen, which are the best movies of all time. So good. I would like to point out that I watched it on DVD. That's so crazy. (laughs) Well, I didn't want to get Disney plus. Yeah. And I didn't feel like finding it. I mean, I wish I had a DVD. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I found no, our. It's just funny that you have it, and, and you have a DVD. We player. have a portable DVD player. Yeah. I was literally like, should I start bringing my portable DVD player places? You that would be so funny. It's of so me. funny. Me with my desktop computer yeah, and my desktop DVD player. Amazing. Um. Yeah. So catch me hanging around At the Chicago. Catch showing me. a DVD. That's funny. That is really You could, funny. like, charge admission. <laughs> um, or if, like, someone wants, if someone's done, someone wants to, like, go outside. I'm like, oh, yeah. take, take my DVD, DVD player. Get in the car. Like, confessions of teenage drama queens loaded <laughs> up. <laughs> There's bonus features. Literally. I forgot that there were. You used to there were so like, many programs and things. Yes, but I forgot there used to be ads at the beginning of DVDs. It's like mm. coming soon Previews. to theaters. Yeah, I just mm-hmm. forgot that those existed. Um, okay, but so Lola. I mean, oh. Lola's name is not even Lola. So that shows you a lot. She pick, This bitch picked her name to be Lola. It's true. I really did not like the plots of them like not calling her Lola or like yeah. calling her it feel I don't know it just it feels transphobic to me yeah I mean it's more like just like a bratty tomb girl like I'm Lola like I bitch, know what? I just didn't like just feel like people yeah people act like that I don't know it just it it gave me an icky feeling I'm like just if she says her name's Lola like yeah call her Lola but like I get it but it still made me sad because I was like you are Lola I, I mean like, she is I was Lola. like I see you like even if your fucking mom doesn't like, yeah I mean I think it's more the name choice that's funny for me it's not that she chose a different name it's more like that no, this I mean, teen girl was like I'm Lola oh, like that's no, something I would have so said. funny no it's like so funny I just I'm sorry, like what I'm just obviously mad at Disney anyway right yeah. now so I'm like yeah, fair. Um, it's a different time. But so, um, it very she's very creative. Mm-hmm. I was when I began the film, I was like giving Aquarius, mm. but then she gets called strange and mm-hmm. flips out. I was like, okay, so you're clearly not an Aquarius. Yeah, no, she's a Leo. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have Scorpio moon and I have Aquarius rising. Okay, that makes sense. Um, yeah, she holds a funeral for her favorite band, obviously a Scorpio moon. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, she's like very emo as much as she is self-centered. Yeah, and Won't like the give anything star. up, like so much fixed energy. Mm-hmm. But then also the hunger strike happened. I was like, no, there is Aquarius someplace yeah. here. Yeah. 
No, totally. Oh, my God. The hunger strike. I forgot about that. And, like, as much as she, like, she does, like, really reject her new setting, which is very Aquarius. Yeah. She, like, is, like, no, I do not live in this, like, new place. Like, she's, like, I'm still going to, like, own my New York energy kind of thing. Like, she refuses to fit in. Yeah. But, yeah, like, the, I mean, like, the scene on the train, the, like, theater aspect the name Lola like I don't know why Lola to me is just so like Leo whatever Lola wants Lola exactly (laughs) famously exactly like she's a Leo um Ella Mm -hmm. a rule follower yeah so anxious Mm -hmm. sobbing about having to lie yeah but just turn fiery there at the end um before Mm -hmm. I announce her placements this girl is gay oh for sure this, this is a lesbian is gay. <laughs> <laughs> if i've ever seen a queer coded character um these placements are also aside from the moon she's just that's funny the character yeah is, yeah which i was cackling about um but pisces sun mm-hmm. aries moon mm. cancer rising okay I would say, see, I feel like less, like, fire. Like, for me, it's more, like, very earth, very water. But I feel like she gets, like, feels, like, really betrayed when, like, something that sticks out to me is, like, how she, like, freaks out when she, like, like, when she's, like, learns that, like, Lola's not her name or, like, she lies about her dad and, like, all those things. So Mm -hmm. I feel like a very, like, earth sign energy, like, a little put off by, like, like, the lying yeah kind of thing um and but like she totally gets dragged by her like she's literally getting dragged around by this girl the entire time so like definitely like a pisces or some kind of water sign because she's just like whatever lola wants yeah i'm just her friend that i just met but like let me just follow this girl and ride for her yeah it's kind of a funny i don't know i feel like the end though like where she's like, no, like you cannot just let Carla have yeah. this role. Like you made me feel like I could, like yeah, you know, do true. this. And like I don't know, I feel like she is like her emotions are so quick. Yeah, like you lied to me, we're immediately yeah, distraught. Totally. It's not like wait, you lied. You're to like, me. wait, what? No, we are like in yeah. immediately totally. in the I dramatics as well. Yeah, we thought we'd also include Book Smart, a newer, a newer one, but like such a good. Yeah, like such a s- iconic slumber party movie, even though it's like three years old. Or right, whatever. like I'm really happy for the kids that the are get to watch today. that. Like, it is so funny. Like it I watched so it and loved it, but like, wow. A I know. Movie. I need to rewatch it because I watched it like when it came out with my parents, and we were like, "Wait, that was really good. Yeah, like no, it was really funny." Watching it again like made me like really appreciate yeah. like how good it was. Um, so Molly, mm. um, just girl boss. Yeah. Um, the film starts out with like the aggressive meditation. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, just like in general, thinks she's better than everyone else, has like a winning mindset, mm-hmm. is like correcting the grammar in the yeah. in the bathroom graffiti. Um and so okay, so it's giving Virgo Sun. Yeah, of course. Um, I feel like she acts like really chaotic under pressure uh-huh. and is like we have some selfishness here. Like when she yeah. says no to Malala. Mm-hmm. Um, but so I have Virgo Sun 
Leo Moon, Aries Rising. Fun. Yeah, I totally, I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Rules, chaos. Literally. Fire. Girl boss. But like, also on the craziest, weirdest adventure ever. Very funny. Yeah. Um, For Amy, who's the best friend, um... Very so nice, so supportive. Mm-hmm. Um, r- cares about like social causes, yeah. which okay, we'll get into. Um, is like very chill. Like, does not want to go to the parties. I think another important fact is that she masturbates with stuffed animals. Yeah, has never lied to her parents. Is just in general trying to go home the whole movie. Totally. Her objective for it's the like, film is the to go out. home. Yeah. yeah. Um, and <laughs> I also think this is funny. Um, won't sing karaoke until the girl that she's in love with is like, you have to sing. And then she's like, okay, okay, fine. Um, so I have, I have Pisces sun, mm-hmm. cancer moon. Me, I'm like Pisces sun masturbates with stuffed animals. Literally. <laughs> um, I have, also I think I confused moon. myself. Um, I think I want to say Aquarius rising. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that. Mrs. Fine is so fucking hot. It's their teacher. Uh-huh. Oh, my God. I wasn't fully yassified last time I watched this movie, but, like, wow, she's kind of everything. Oh, okay. <laughs> Me, I obviously have, like, <laughs> the cast pulled up because I just like, yeah. can't recall anything ever. No. Yeah, she's... She was in a show I watched recently. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I'm like, maybe I'll watch that. Mm-hmm. Um, is su- The character's very chill, dependable. Um, weird that she does want to fuck a student. That is concerning. Yeah. That's not the best part um, no. of that plot. So um, an and she goes to the party. Yeah. The student's party. Yeah. Yikes. Um, I have Taurus Sun... Aries moon Scorpio rising yeah totally I mean yeah this and Aries and uh, Scorpio like yeah boundary yeah. pusher <laughs> right um Gigi is another kook um so bougie so aggressive performative uh-huh. we're hanging out the window while we're <laughs> driving like everything's a production yeah. talk about drama queen yeah literally um <laughs> like at the at the the boat party where yeah. she's like dance party upstairs like no <laughs> I feel like she is me if I did just like a few more drugs like yeah, I really see no, that literally energy. like <laughs> it's like um like sh- like you're like the friend but you're almost like the chaperone because you're just so overly like aggressive like are you here to party or are you in charge like what are you doing we can't keep up with you yeah. and yeah um so I have just of course air signs across the board yeah. Aquarius sun Gemini moon Libra rising totally so fun yeah. obsessed we are also big crazy rich asian fans here yeah we love Danny's read all the books i've right? read all the books i could read them all again so fucking good and i'm just patiently waiting for the rest of the movies to come out because I've, i'm obs- like i just i mean it's i've watched that movie so many times yeah since and I, honestly you know, like the books just get more like opulent as yeah. they go on so i'm like um hi can we get like movie versions right. of these because they're even crazier i read the first book yeah like the second two books are like even richer yeah so I, i'm like i, I would like the movie continue. to you know be able to watch even more well yeah literally yeah. we're obsessed <laughs> i think that's the only move like that's the movie i've watched 
the most number of times in the past few years. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, mine is probably consistently Devil Wears Prada. Okay. I was going to say but that. But Crazy you, Rich Agents is probably a close one, too. I've watched that multiple I times. I recall as a um, youth, as a teen, I there was like a few years where I only watched two movies. <laughs> Do you remember that? I uh, only watched Singing in the Rain and 13 Going on 30 oh, for yeah. years. Yeah. If I had two hours of like time, I was like, let's watch something. I, I watched one of those in the rain. movies. I don't remember 13 Going on 30 as that much. Now that you much. say that, but like, si- yeah, Singing in the Rain. Singing in the Rain mainly. Like, I could fucking recite singing in the rain. Because I like, feel like we would watch it because you just wanted to watch it. <laughs> um, but Not no, th- I would it, I would throw 13 going on 30 in uh-huh. there as well. Um, but I feel like Crazy Rotations is the closest I've gotten back yeah. to. Like, I'm not joking, everyone. Like, it was those two movies were all I watched. Weird. Yeah, that is weird. Um, but so, Rachel Chu. Mm-hmm. I have Pisces Sun, Gemini Rising, Capricorn Moon. Mm, I like that. Sweet. Yeah. They're, like, can chat Super in front personable. of people. Yeah. Obviously, like, has to be a mutable sign because she did not know what she was getting into, <laughs> and she really handled it with grace. Right. Was like, yeah, we'll just figure Go it out. With like, the I know flow. nothing about them, but, like, yeah. yeah literally, like, whatever. what? Um, so, like, definitely some mutable energy there. Um and yeah, the Capricorn Moon because she gets a little, she's like cutthroat. Like yeah. she's very Has like it in her. Yeah, exactly. Like she will, like she can charm her way through the entire scene with the family. But yeah. as soon as the mom comes for her, she's like, "Oh fuck this!" Like, no, I will meet you exactly right where you're at, and like, I will like logically like, we will figure this out. Yeah, literally. Like, yeah, she does logic. Um. So then for Nick. I did, like, I think this one, this movie more than others, I did think about, like, their compatibility a lot. Uh-huh. Um, Virgo Sun, uh-huh. Libra Moon, Cancer Rising. Mm-hmm. I like that. that yeah. I, I love like what... Mama's Boy. Yeah. But very, like, very, like, level-headed still, very protective of Rachel, but also, like, it's his family and his mom and his grandma. Yeah. Eleanor is Nick's mom. I have Sag Sun because she like we do learn she that there's like, like a, a little past. bit of an outsider. Yeah, yeah, she was like you know. Yeah, she her was own. not like the perfect wife either. Yeah. However, Taurus Moon Capricorn Rising. Yeah, that's I Capricorn for me for sure was yeah. in there. Yeah. Yeah. And we'll close out with Aquamarine. Uh, a classic. A classic. I love Aquamarine. Every time I like I watch this is a movie I do watch kind of often. Every time I post, like, a photo of my TV, I get so many DMs about yeah. Aquamarine. Like, it's just such, like, a collectively, like, loved movie, I feel like. Yes. Like, everyone, like, knows. Yeah. You could post, like, the end of her hair, and it's like, I love Aquamarine. <laughs> so many icons in Yeah, movie. exactly. Yeah. I mean, you watch it, and you're like, oh, my God, this lineup. And they're so young. They're so little, like, yeah. Like, their faces are so round. <laughs> like, they're so cute and young in it. Um, so, Aqua is a Libra. She's just so willing to, like, mirror everyone around her. And her whole, like, her whole, like, life journey is, like, finding love. Yeah. Like, she just, like, she wants a boy. She, like, goes up to Raymond. She's like, do you love me? Why doesn't he love me? And, like, is that, like, it's the end when they're, like, you found love, Aqua? Or, like, whatever. Like, her whole, like, life path. Like, the reason she gets, like to go back or something i don't know i I like me i don't i don't pay attention when i watch movies but i feel like it's like something about her journey as like finding it's like about love yeah 
Um, well, it's like, but oh, like she finds it in friendship, not in a boy. Oh. Is like the thing. It's um her her dad won't let her go back. Yeah, or like until she finds like the meaning of true love or something, and yeah. then she finds it in the girls, which she thinks she's gonna find it in a boy. Right. Um. But yeah, very like Libra, like relationship driven, like life centers around the relationship. Um, but yeah, I mean, she literally just pretends to be like a normal girl. Yeah. And she doesn't know what she's doing at all. And it's so awkward. But yeah. like the mirroring is just like so Libra yes. to me. And I feel like um, I feel like there has to be some Pisces energy. In yeah, there as well. totally. We li- like we're a dreamer. A we're a dreamer. Yes, also a fish. <laughs> she's literally a fish. <laughs> I'm like something about her. Something I can't about put me my gives- finger on it. It's <laughs> giving why. Pisces. Maybe though. the starfish earrings. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's my aqua for Haley and Claire. I have. I'm not like so set on these, but I'm thinking like Haley, Taurus, Claire, Pisces. They are besties and like the Taurus Pisces. Yeah. Energy feels like a good like bestie vibe. Mm-hmm. But like Haley's a lot more like stubborn. She doesn't want to move. Like her mom's going to whatever. And she's like a total brat about her mom uprooting her to like take her to Australia for an amazing career opportunity. But she very much like blends into the crowd. It's not like stubborn and like fire energy. It's like she's still going to like maintain in her ways. Like they're such nerds, these yeah, two. Yeah, yeah, And like Claire, I think is just such a Pisces. She's so emotional. She's like afraid of water. She cries <laughs> all the time. She's just like a little sweet girl. Um, but then I think like the like Libra Taurus Pisces like that trio I think makes a lot of sense yeah, for like their dynamic absolutely. yeah oh that's cute yeah, yeah I, I like know. that a lot it's like a cute little friendship <laughs> for lights out this week we wanted to talk about the bullshit that we've learned from rom coms. There's quite a lot. I mean, of it. like everything. 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 Just the concept of a rom com, yeah. and that we've all expected our lives to be like that. Literally. I mean, I love a rom com. Love, love, like, but like they're not top tier genre. Yeah. Oh, Would absolutely. never want to watch anything else ever. <laughs> but yeah, it's a lot. There's a lot to unpack there. There's so much to unpack. Prepping for this episode, like for just the movies that we were going to do, like I was fuming. Like the way I couldn't, it was so difficult to yeah, find we think of a like queer a single movie. There was like we could hardly think of any queer couples or like anything like Ella in Confessions of Literally. a Teenage Queen is the closest I could get to a lesbian. Um, I mean, that's why we did Booksmart, but or like people of color. And of course, yeah. we were drawn to like Disney movies as that. Yeah, like, that's, that's like, like what, what we, we think of. And f- just once again, fuck Disney, obviously, that came mm-hmm. up earlier. Like. Like why it shouldn't yeah. like it, I, ba- I feel like. That's like why it took me so fucking long to figure out I was a lesbian because you don't see you don't see yeah, it's queer not like people a or line. people of color even falling in love. Yeah. Like that's not something that we're like taught Happens. through these movies. Yeah, yeah, that's like not a thing. Yeah. Um so yeah. Fuck that. Yeah. Um which we're grateful for newer Yeah, so much more like 
access some streaming even and storylines yeah. yeah among like diversity and things just like different people and like thank fucking god that not everything is just like about like a man coming to save the high school girl like right. oh my god <laughs> yeah gross um um, I'm like just to to lighten the air a little bit. I do have one just funny story. Yeah, um, I mean, yeah, I have one. So too. one of our one of our slumber party movies from like our friend group growing up. Um, uh-huh. I recall as Twenty Seven Dresses. Yeah. Um, there's that one scene where she walks into a proposal of the guy she's in love with, and she thinks it's for her. Yeah. But it's not for her. That happened to me, kind of, in <laughs> high school. <laughs> it was after, Stop. after, after choir practice. We had like I was in like the advanced choir, obviously, and we had like nighttime choir uh-huh. practice. And y- there was like a door that we all went out of from the choir room to the uh, the parking lot. Yeah. And there was no like there was no like window or anything. It was like an emergency exit door. So you couldn't see what was on the other side of it. And I walked out and the boy that I wanted to go to the dance with, um, who was obviously just the most popular boy in choir, yeah. um, was like out there like holding like a sign, like asking someone to go to homecoming with him. And I had that like <gasps> that inhale of like, oh, my God, like it's happening. And then I was like, oh, my God, oh, my God, this is not for you. Like I had the moment of like, oh, my God, keep walking, keep walking. Oh, my God. Wait, that's so funny. I don't remember that. I forget that it happened. I mean, he was in a minion costume. And is a white supremacist. So Perfect. I'm actually very grateful that that, that did not, not work out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, not, not great. I know. Could Ew. you think of, like, anything worse? No. Yeah, really bad. But that is that just is so really funny. funny. <laughs> I Literally thought I had to just share like that. how we project, like, <laughs> how we project, like, movies into our lives. I mean, I always laugh about the fact that, like, I always say, like, we talked about this so many times like I like put Phantom of the Opera (laughs) as like a growing up slumber party rom-com which like in no fucking way does ever Cheetah Girls and Phantom of the Opera fall into the same category but for me I don't know why they are we used to watch um Phantom like once a week in music class when I was growing up so for me it's just like a very like ingrained like youth movie um Danny and I were Famously, we are Phantom of the Opera from Halloween, <laughs> Christine and Phantom. Um, but I feel like when I rewatched that recently, that was like one of the most like obvious movies that yeah. clicked for me. That I was like, what? like this is why <laughs> we thought this was romance. Literally, like that is such a freaking creepy movie. Like he literally like takes her down to the dungeon. He has like a doll of her and like dare I say has a lot of similarities between me and my Capricorn relationship like yeah like very weird very possessive creative director he's like her vocal coach like so creepy and then like no wonder I thought like I was being wooed and like this was courting Mm -hmm. and this was flirting and this is what a relationship was supposed to be yeah because I'd watched that freaking movie countless times growing up and you're like this is romance this is a romantic thing he's doing like so scary and like I mean it's like funny now but like I watched that movie and I was like oh my god like I hadn't watched it in a while and I was like okay this is 
fucking scary. Yeah. Like, no wonder I'm this way. <laughs> and, like, I mean, just think of how many other movies, like, even, like, ones that are way lighter. Like you said, with, like, The Proposal. Yes. Or, like, I don't know, like, movies like The Valentine's. Like, I love, like, The Valentine's Day, The New Year's Eve. Like, things that seem so much more relatable. But yeah. you're still like, okay, this would never fucking happen. Or, like... Maybe it's not even good if it does. Right. Like, yeah, that's really cute in a storyline. But, like, is that really what we want our life to be like? Totally. One thing that I feel like I must have taken from Mm rom-coms is, like, romanticizing, like, the bad boy that, like, sucks as a person. But, like, is nice to you. Totally. Like, that has been so many of my relationships. And, like, that's horrible. I know. Date a nice person. Like, I don't know. I know. I've been thinking about that a lot, too, lately. Just, like, literally in terms of my life. Like, like why? I don't know. Like, I feel like you, like, like similar. Like, we date, like, men who are, like, mean to other women. Yeah. Like, no. That's gross. Like, don't fucking do that. Don't give them any energy. But, like, it is, like, that's like how those movies are. Like he could like punch a girl in the yeah. face, but then like walks up to you, gives you a hug, and you're like, "That's Hi. my boy. Like, see how nice he is to right. me." Like you are just like that's just like an acceptable thing in a movie, yeah. and you're like, "No, he's the nice boy. Like he's a sweet. He's really a sweetheart. He's just misunderstood." Right. And like, like no, he's an asshole. No. Like don't give him the time of day, and don't give him the time of day if you would like treat your friend like shit or yeah. like treats the other girls in the hallway like shit. I think hand in hand with that is like the concept of like trying to change someone saying the makeover it doesn't that doesn't yeah happen i know i literally like keep being like danny grow the fuck up stop (laughs) objectifying men but because like there's like i was thinking about this guy that i know like not very well but i'm like feel like if I just spruced him up a little bit no no he can't no don't spruce him up he's not a Barbie doll he's a person you don't need to fix him you don't need to dress him you don't need to spruce him up just so you can like have your fake little Barbie doll boyfriend it doesn't work yeah another movie I would like to bring up something I have referred to as my bible in yeah. the past. Yeah. He's just not that into you. There are some problems with the film. Not everything is I aged well. I don't think well. I've ever I've seen it. Oh my god, you have to watch I know. it. I have to watch it because I probably would clear up a lot of things. I for me, watch but I don't it think I've like ever I would it. say I watch it maybe every 6 months or so. Uh-huh. Um because the to me, what I take away from the movie is just like the simple concept is of like, if someone likes you, they You'll will act know. like it. Yeah. If someone wants to see you, they They'll will see, see you. you. I know. And, like, that is just so, like, I feel like that takes, like, so much, like, pressure off of, like, yeah. situations for me. Like, just, like, letting go of, like, you know what? Like, they're just not that into me. And, like, yeah. that's fine. Like, don't they waste your to, time. They like, would. Yeah. Like, don't waste your time begging people to date you like yeah there's totally. someone out there that is like gonna be obsessed with you and like yeah you can't convince someone to like you yeah totally they're either just like going to or they might just like yeah. not and it's not even personal it's not about you yeah yeah this is this is probably my number one fuck this about movies um if someone like the concept of 
if someone's not interested in you, you can wear them down until they are. Yeah. It's true. There are, like, so many, like, stalker plot lines in rom-coms where, like, the guy is just, like, not going to leave the girl alone until Mm -hmm. she's like, you know what? He is kind of right. Like, I know. And I I feel like that has really affected me. I mean, in a lot of ways. But I think there is just, like, a guy, like, messages you 17 times in a row. And I'm not talking about, like, the random weirdos. But, like, there are people who, like, you kind of know who do that weird shit to you. And you're, like, you feel bad. You're, like, oh, my God, should I go on a date with him? Or, like, you feel like you owe them something because literally it's just, like, oh, well, then they lived happily ever after. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, no, he's probably just a fucking weirdo with, like, zero self-awareness that he's being over the top and crazy. Like, yeah. But, yeah, that is such, like, a, a th- prominent thing that I feel feel like like you do just like it makes me to this day feel guilty about sometimes yeah yeah I feel like you even hear like just like real like I don't know like married couples being like oh yeah like seven times and finally like we she let me go take her on one date and like here we are with children like I know if someone says no if someone says they're not interested in you and you leave them alone respect their boundaries like move on yeah this brings us to our mystery date segment every week we tell a listener submitted story and you all get to guess the sign of the person they went on a date with very fun so last week's mystery date was um the the threesome that we tried to we tried to organize during Ramadan and then had to postpone. So we had a friend. We had the doctor. We had the doctor step in and then we all got back together after Ramadan. All they were all Scorpios. All three of them. The listener and the two guys. So <laughs> So good. That just checks out. Checks Need all we the say way more. Out. We got so we got one correct. Yeah, we knew it was a Scorpio and I knew the person who submitted it, so yeah. I knew they were a Scorpio. But yeah, I it makes sense, but we were trying to be like, okay, like variety, variety. Yeah, like, I, no, I never thought like just keep it three simple. Scorpios in one room, like damn. Woo! Fun. So great. So this week's story, I would like to preface with if this story was a rom-com, it would work out in the end, I think. I love that. Um, our listeners' pronouns are she, her. Uh-huh. Um, I just accidentally looked at the answer, <laughs> so I will not be playing this week. I once went on a couple dates with a guy that slid in my DMs, and he seemed super normal at first. Took me to a bookstore for our first date, and we hung out all night. All super normal and good. Really deep conversations. Well, by our second date, he had already told me that he loved me and was acting super strange. I later told him that it kind of threw me off that he could say he loved me after two dates. Well, he then admitted to me that he was my Uber driver six months ago on a drunk night home from a party and had been stalking my social media waiting for the right time to reach out to me. He said that he was in love with me after two dates because he had spent the previous six months learning everything he could about me so he could convince me to love him too. Needless to say, things ended there. 
If he was interested the night he was my Uber driver, he would have had a way better shot reaching out to me within a week rather than stalking me for six months and sliding in my DMs as if he never knew me. Gross. I've been holding on to this story oh for weeks from you. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. I want to scream. Isn't that terrifying? That is like Men are so scary. That is so scary. One, I'm so sorry that happened to you. That's incredibly fucked up and yeah. crazy. Amazing story, though. Yeah. That's wild. Like, wow. Um, okay. So I tried to take notes, and then <laughs> I got like, what the fuck? Um, so bookstore, first date, mm-hmm. love on second date, Uber driver, stalking for six months. Um, I mean, okay, so... The first two things I thought Gemini, the bookstore mm-hmm. date and then the love on the second date, like Aries, but also Gemini, I feel like for that like fast proclamation right. of love. Yeah, we had but to verbalize it. We know, but like it wasn't actually a second. Like for that's, him, yeah. Yeah. So like immediately I think that, but then I'm like, okay, this has actually been brewing. Totally. So that takes me back to the drawing board <laughs> yeah. a little bit. Um. I've only been stalked by a Capricorn personally, so, like, that does raise that concern that maybe they're a Capricorn. But let me think about it for a second. Like, I just hate to be, like, every crazy person is a Scorpio or a Capricorn, but, like, are they not? So, clearly, this person just made, like, an entire, like, idea of what this person would Mm be. And... I don't know if I feel, like, really called to be, like, they're a Pisces, but there is this, like, kind of, like, imagination, dreamlike headspace that this person was clearly totally. in because, like, you you manic pixie dream girl the shit out of this, like, drunk girl you drove home. Like, you know nothing about her, so, like, to go and, like, do all the Like, I'm sure she's, like, literally iconic and amazing, but, like, you did all this work for someone you just, like, literally, like, like, you made up an entire Life up your story. whole relationship. Yeah. Like, like you I'm said, sure you she's loved fabulous, her after you met like, her twice. Like, that's be like because together. you, like, did a lot of weird shit in your head before that. Yeah. Um, so that is, like, I don't, I don't know, like, a Jupiter-Neptune energy or something mm. for me, maybe. So, like, I'm kind of leaning Pisces, I guess, in that sense, just because it's, like, like, what world are you living in? Yeah, right. But, like, I don't know. I'm not, like, I'm not confident on anything else, but I think there's a little more edge to it. Yeah. Than Pisces. I'm just going to go with my manic pixie dream girl Pisces. Solid answer. Yeah. Well, we will review next week. If you have a story that you think would be great for our mystery date, submit. We have a Google form in our bio links. Please leave us a review if um, you love our podcast. We yeah, would only really if you like it, honestly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Five stars Five only. Five stars obviously. only. Yeah, if not, just like write it in your journal. Yeah, leave, keep that to yourself. Yeah. Tell your therapist. Um, we also have debuted a subscription feature. Uh, to use it, you have to go to our Anchor website. Mm-hmm. Um It's in our bio. If you just click listen, it'll take you right to Anchor. So there's a couple tiers. Honestly, this is like not expected 
at all from us. We love just like making you guys content and this is something that makes us happy. But if you feel inclined to support the pod, the more we can benefit from it, the more we can do because capitalism and that's (laughs) where we exist. So if you feel inclined to give any amount there's like three tiers I mean personally I would throw like nine I've thrown like 99 cents at the content creators I like because that's just like what I can offer yeah there's like a 99 cent per month tier yeah and then there's two others um like 4.99 and I don't really know to be honest yeah it's like very it's very small amounts yeah um, no pressure, obviously. Yeah, like, but if you feel inclined to support Astro Sluts and want to see more content, more TikToks, more fun shit from us, that's a fun way you can support us. We love you guys. Thank love you for you. listening. Thanks Thank for you. engaging in our content. We'll see Have you a great next week. week.